It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Each year, Bright from the Start administers the USDA's Summer Food Service Program, created to ensure that children 18 and under can continue to receive nutritious meals during long school vacations when they don't have access to lunch or breakfast at school. The program reimburses organizations who serve approved meals to qualifying children. And, Commissioner, this year's Summer Meals Program is well underway. It is, and it's um, it's always an exciting time when we have all of our, our kickoffs to kick off summer, and we follow it throughout the summer, and we always look to make sure that we're serving more meals each year. That's one of our main goals. That's right. More counties, more kids, right. more meals. Here to talk about the Summer Food Service Program in Georgia is Cindy Kicklider, Nutrition Marketing and Outreach Manager, and a very special guest today, Phyllis Oliver, Nutrition Director with the Chattooga County Schools in beautiful Northwest Georgia. Ladies, welcome to the program today. Thank you. Thank you. So, Cindy, we'll start with you. I know our nutrition team has been busy lately with our summer meals kickoff to raise awareness in Douglasville, Macon, Tatuga County, and East Point. So tell us how those events are going. The summer meal kickoff events have been great. They've been very successful. Each year, DECAL partners with the Atlanta Community Food Bank, the Dairy Alliance, and the Department of Education to provide support to sponsoring organizations that host summer meals at meal sites across the state. The kickoff events include the children's regular meal programs as well as games and activities for the kids. Um, we also have remarks from various members of our local government, the parents, and our partners. And this event is just really a celebration. It's an opportunity for the community to see firsthand the impact the Summer Mills program is making in those counties. And But that's just really my perspective. Um, Phyllis here just had her hosted her kickoff event this week, so I want to turn it over to Phyllis and ask how did you think your community embraced the program? Well, uh, we had a great time, Cindy, and I just appreciated the opportunity to be able to showcase our program. Uh, We started out with a very dismal forecast for the weather (laughs) and uh, got a little concerned, but the sun shined on Chattooga's uh, summer program. We had lots of kids that came. We we fed over 100 children in the park, and I I will say that it was located in uh, one of our beautiful city parks in uh, Somerville. And uh, we had cheerleaders to come and help uh, keep us excited and lead some of the activities uh, with the kids that the uh, agencies had brought along, the activities that they'd brought. And uh, we just had great attendance from our community. The VIPs were there, and I even uh, had some uh, ideas shared by community members that um, maybe I can report on that at another time. It's some great ideas. So it, it was a good networking time. Good. I'm curious, what was for lunch? <laughs> uh, barbecue. Okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Big celebration. Good, good Southern. If you're in Georgia, you're going to have a celebration. <laughs> Might right. as well have barbecue. Right. I love it. And sweet tea. And, and sweet, sweet tea. tea. That's right. yeah. Is that on the USDA? No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> officially, officially, we did not have sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on record here. They've had a great program there. So, Cindy, these events are designed kind of to give media, you guys pointed out, the media come and members of the community, uh, giving them the opportunity to see firsthand Uh, the efforts of the Summer Meals Program. And we do these in conjunction with the Atlanta Community Food Bank, Dairy Alliance, and the State Department of Education. Correct. Yes, it's a great partnership that we have with these uh, organizations, and each one of us take one event, um, select an area in the state, and we have the event, and we host it, and we all support each other with that 
Maybe you mentioned Douglasville, Macon, Chattooga County, East Point. East Point's coming up next week, okay. so we'll have our last uh, kickoff event then. Then we may have uh, another uh, kind of a midsummer event in Gwinnett County that we're planning on, probably ju- uh, July 12th. Okay. So remind us how this works. I, this sounds really simple, but you, you correct me if I'm wrong. If you're 18 and younger in Georgia, you can go to one of the meal sites and get a free, nutritious meal, either lunch or dinner, when school is out of session. Is that true, and how do you find a location? Okay. Uh, yes, that is true. <laughs> Uh, just to back up just a little bit, when school lets out, thousands of children lose access to the school breakfast, lunch, and after-school meals that they're used to counting on during the regular school year. The summer program really fills the gap by providing these free meals and snacks to children who might otherwise go hungry. And as you said, any child 18 years or younger may receive a free meal through the summer food meals program regardless of income. And additionally, adults that are 18 or older with a mental or physical disability may also participate in the program. And where are they served? The meals? The meals The meals can be served anywhere the children are. We've, okay. we've pretty much found out through our experience that that's the best way to get uh, to the children. We go to the pools. Um, we can go to uh, parks. Uh, Instead of setting up and saying, come to us, right. we're going to them. They It needs to be in, in a place where the kids can walk to the to the park or the pool, things like that. So we actually deliver, or not with the sponsors, deliver the, mm-hmm. uh, the meals to them. There. And how many sites are there this year? At this moment, we have about 1,500 sites, wow. but that changes every week because we always update the meal sites, and we'll continue to do that every, uh, through the end of the summer. That's impressive, 1,500 sites. Throughout the state of Georgia. So if yeah. you're a parent, how do you find a site for your child? The easiest way is to use your smartphone and dial uh, or, or send a text to Summer Meals to the number 97779, and that will take you to the USDA's Meal Finder site. You just simply put in a zip code, and you'll get a list of the meal sites that are located close to you, and then um, you can go visit any of the sites there. I've tried it, and it works. It can't can't get much easier (laughs) than that, and I think we and our partners have done a great job of uh, publicizing that text. I see it on Facebook just from... You know, friends that I haven't talked to in 20 years, they're posting about right. it, too. So right. it's getting out there yeah. for sure. And we need to continue to do that right. because uh, a lot of the kids are not um, accessing it. There's, I think it, it's um, a percentage like fif- only f- 15% of the people are actually utilizing the mm. program. Mm-hmm. So we really that qualify. Yeah, yeah. That we definitely need to get out there and get that number um, promoted. Right. I know in the past, you know, we would direct them to a website or, you know, there would be a USDA website or whatever. The texting really has revolutionized right. Yeah. Right. Uh, publicity around this. So you hear a lot about food insecurity, and tell us a little bit, what what does that mean exactly, Cindy? Food insecurity really means it's a lack of consistent access to adequate food, and it results from the lack of money or other resources during the year. Um, in Georgia, 16.2% of the people living in Georgia are considered food insecure, and 23.2% of Georgia children, or one in every four Georgia children, live in food insecure households. So mm. that is pretty significant. Yeah, nationally, I read it's one in five children are you know, considered food insecure, and in Georgia, it's one in four. Right. So we do have we do have an issue. I guess the best way to gauge the need, really, is to look to those children on free or reduced lunch, and that's around 
61%? Right, correct. 61% of Georgia students are on the free and reduced lunch program, which is about a million children. And in the summer, as I mentioned earlier, only 15% are getting access to the regular meals, which which means the program is really underutilized. Uh, to put that in perspective, that means in Georgia, 85% of the students on the free lunch program are going hungry. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty very sad. Very sad, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Phyllis, thank you again for being with us, but we're interested to hear about your program in Chattooga County. So how long has Chattooga County been involved in the Summer Food Service Program, and what does that look like in your community? Well, I have been there for almost 20 years, and it was um, there was a small program in attendance then uh, I, uh, that was uh, being conducted then. Um, and at that point, it was um, pretty much where we were expecting them to come to us so we realized quickly that it we needed to expand and so we have through the years with lots of community help and with uh, lots of support from my uh, my the administration in my office we have um, expanded it to about 40 sites uh, last year 34 this year but we will probably have more uh, as Cindy mentioned and um, we've got two vans that we deliver with and a bus that we use as a mobile site so that has been uh, the way we have um, grown Mm -hmm. and met the needs of the children that can't come we don't have sidewalks and picket fences everywhere so (laughs) we have to take it to them right We've posted pictures of your bus on Mm -hmm. our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. so if you want to take a look at that. Mm -hmm. And by the way, some of the best pictures of Callie that I've ever seen came from their event yesterday. Oh, yeah, I saw those. Mixed in with kids and green grass in Mm -hmm. that beautiful park. It was really, really uh, a lot of fun. So um, when you're looking at a program like this, Phyllis, are you working – Obviously, not just school system employees and your team. They, they probably wouldn't be enough. So is it volunteers? How does we, it work? We do depend on volunteers in, in the community. We, it's, uh, we have a lot of our ladies that um, we we'd happen to, the folks that work are happen to be, our la- uh, be female, so I call them my ladies. <laughs> and they ha- we have the same ladies that have done it from the beginning because they're so committed and they, they uh, love the opportunity each summer. And they are the ones that prepare during the school year for our regular school meals. But when it comes summertime, um, they can only be in so many places. So, yes, we depend on a lot of volunteers. Uh, Our church is very involved. Um, The library, the uh, community, Girls and Boys Club, um, the city, the recreation centers, their staff will uh, use their time to be a site monitored you know to oversee the meals being uh, given to the children so we couldn't do it without volunteers that's for sure so you guys spearhead it but you really depend on a lot of these other folks we we have to train them they're required we're required to train them as to what's expected and the uh, procedures that we have and then um, and then they go out and just work hard for us all summer I'm curious is it an easy sell to get them to do this uh, no, it is not. <laughs> well, I appreciate, appreciate Every, your Everybody loves to see happy children yeah. and, and um, people and children that are being fed. Mm-hmm. So it's not difficult to get volunteers. Um, we could use more, though. Right. We could always use more. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we have a newsletter that talks about summer meals, and I actually read an article about Chattooka County in there, and you were saying that um, that article kind of led to one of your dreams about uh, a unique way of feeding children. Right. Um, it's not my idea. I'm, I'm a copycat person. <laughs> but um, when a, a gentleman in a neighboring uh, city from us had a a bus that they had retrofitted or uh, adapted to be what I call a rolling diner uh, uh, for uh, summer feeding. And for some reason, they were not able to continue to use it. And he had read the newsletter, and because I'd mentioned to Cindy that a dream of mine was to have a bus that we could, um, we use a bus, but have one that was actually have a table tops and things for the children to eat comfortably at. So um, she mentioned it in her newsletter and when this gentleman read it he got in touch with me and told me that he would make me a very great deal on the the bus and he did have a deal. It was was an excellent deal but there were um, it didn't work out for us to get that bus but um, I guess I'm enjoying this opportunity in case anybody out there does have an opportunity have some thoughts on providing us go. with the bus. But um, the nice thing is, is that the transportation director for our schools that has a big job just handling all the bus mm. routes and keeping the buses going was the one that really approached me first. So that that's an example yeah. of the support that I have within mm-hmm. my administration. And so he's excited about doing this. So when... Um, when he gets behind you, then I think we'll be able to maybe attain that sometime. But it may be a retired bus of our own that we're able to retrofit. But that's the dream we have. But you know, that's funny how that all came together. <laughs> this guy reads it in a neighboring. I know, community. and well, and it shows the networking, um, the advantages of networking, mm-hmm. and what Cindy has uh, done with her the newsletter and just. Um, getting the word out and then sharing. Mm-hmm. So that's it, that was a big surprise and a, a good one. So. so if you're out there listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and you're driving around in one of those Partridge family buses with uh, all retrofitted for a diner, right? call Phyllis. <laughs> right? So we need a bus, but we also need maybe even a grant opportunity to then retrofit correct. it. And, yeah. And, correct. Yeah. So yeah. We, we need both. And yeah. I know there have to be grant opportunities. Yes. And we would support you in that for sure. I love that concept, though. I know the kids would go nuts if you could really just even music blaring and all kinds of fun stuff. So, and I have this dream of it being like a painted like a big watermelon slice. Oh, how cute! (laughs) That kids would like that. You see that coming down the street? That might even beat the ice cream truck. You know, I like that. I love it. All right, well, stay tuned for updates on Phyllis's magic bus in Chattooga (laughs) County. It might be happening. So I'm told that 74% of students in Chattooga County qualify for free or reduced price meals. Has it always been that way or have you seen a change? Um, there's been very little variance, surprisingly, throughout the time that I have been in uh, Chattooga County. Uh, our enrollment stays pretty much the same and our free and reduced. It uh, varies according to the economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it sort of just follows probably the same changes that it does statewide, possibly, mm-hmm. but um, we, we stay around that. We've been slightly higher and we've been slightly lower, but... Definitely points to the need yes, when school yes, is yes. out. Yes, it, remi- uh, it, it reminds us. 
that yeah. there is a need. Mm-hmm. So last summer you served, uh, and I heard this in a meeting not too long ago, and this is the reason you're here, by the way, when people are <laughs> bragging about you behind your back. <laughs> oh. And so we were in a meeting here at DECAL, and they were talking about, wow, you need to talk to Chattooka County because they're doing a fabulous job. 24,000 meals last summer served to children at 40 feeding sites over an eight-week period. Right. That's, Cindy, that's got to be. amazing. <laughs> got to rank on up there. Right. What's the secret to that, do you think? Well, uh, the secret is the community. Um, when we realized that we were not going to be able to expect to prepare the meals and have them offered at the schools and they would come each summer, we just sort of rallied lots of, I spoke at different civic groups and at uh, ministerial association and just in the local uh, media gave us a lot of um, uh, coverage so that the word would get out that we wanted to provide this, that we just needed people to help us man sites. And we just got lots of response, and it's just grown every year. Mm-hmm. We, and, and we're looking for places to um, find more. Um, just like the commissioner mentioned, we, our goal is to serve more each summer. And um, I think one of the greatest things about this kickoff being held um, in Chattooga gave me an opportunity to sort of um, – I guess revisit it because it's we've done I think a good job for so long that we've become a little stale and a little <laughs> a little routine yeah. and so this was this was a Shake a up. kick start <laughs> and a kick off all at the same time kick start, yeah. so um, it helped us um, just remind our community what we have here so it it's, it's been a great what I love is Phyllis took it upon herself to go and talk to these civic clubs right. and these other organizations. You almost need to become a summer food evangelist <laughs> and get out there and, and recruit people. And what I've learned uh, from my experience is that people want to do something that's good for the community. Absolutely. They just don't know what that might be. Right. So they want to be told what the project is. It needs to be achievable. That's also important. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you can walk away at the end of it and really feel good about what you've accomplished, even if you were just at the event yesterday having served 100 kids. Absolutely. The ladies that are on my staff year-round will tell you that everybody needs to ride with them, Mm -hmm. whether they're on the van or if they're on the bus. um, Just ride with them and see, and and it will change your heart uh, and and make you a real advocate for Mm -hmm. the program. It's a great program on paper. It's even better when you look into the eyes of the child. Absolutely. And and it's a unique, when you think about a federal or state-funded program, we're always talking about we just don't have enough resources, but this program, we have the resources. We just need the sponsors and the Mm -hmm. communities that Mm -hmm. are willing to do it. Um, That's our issue with Summer Food, which is what we're always working on at DECAL. But we have the resources from this program to deliver more meals. Yeah. So, um, Phyllis, you also have a partnership with the library and the health department. So can you tell us a little bit about those? Yes. Um, The library has always been one of our sites um, uh, at limited times. And um, this year they added an extra um, perk for our program in that they a librarian comes out once a week to one of our to to various sites to have story time because they use that opportunity to promote literacy and the um, the activities and the resources that the local library provides so that's been a win-win for both of us because it's a great little 
um, activity and something that the the children look forward to when it's uh, their turn to have the uh, story time. So that's been a great partnership, and I think we're excited about it enough that it's probably that partnership is going to grow even more. Um, We talked with the health department because, like Cindy said, we like to um, just think of places that we can capture the kids um, and go where they are. And so we thought, okay, you know, they're unfortunately they have reasons to have to go to the health department for immunizations and various things. So we are trying that. Um, it's a little slow go because it's a new part, a new site. Mm-hmm. So we just have to. Um, we always kind of reassess and see whether we can have it at a different time or a different day. And uh, so we're constantly looking for new things to do but the health department's been a, is a, a good opportunity for us too now i've got a question and an opportunity for phyllis to speak directly to people considering mm-hmm. being a part of the summer food service program but before i ask her that question cindy we've got sponsors and sites kind of explain yes. the difference between those okay so a sponsor is uh, usually an organization that it could be a boys and girls club a school system they are the organization that oversees the uh, summer food program they work directly with decal we provide them with training we provide them with guidance and then they um, what they do is they find uh, meal sites mm-hmm. where that's actually where the children go to get their their meals. So uh, you have a sponsoring organization, and then they can have as many meal sites as they can. They work to provide um, the food, so they can either contract with a vendor or they can do self prep. Um, but they're, they're the organization that really puts it all together. And as Phyllis mentioned, um, they're responsible for training their meal site supervisors mm-hmm. to make sure everything goes right. So. Uh, again, the sponsor is the is the big organization, and they go out into the community and recruit the milk. So sites. Phyllis, uh, as an example, is, is a, a sponsor, sponsor. Correct. Uh, with the Chattooka County Schools, and then you have 40 sites right. all around uh, the county. So what I'd like for you to do, let's assume and hope there's someone out there that's listening who is considering becoming a sponsor. What would you say to them? All right. The first thing I would tell them to do is to find out if anyone else is already doing that in that area Um, because collaborating with them might be the wiser choice at least in the beginning or it it may be that it's just better to uh, help each other and and continue it that way but you always need to kind of see firsthand first it, it will just work a lot better for you because it is a big job it's a big job the initial year especially the second thing that I would say first and foremost would be to uh, check on the training times um, and go to the very first training Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they offer because um, and and when I say they I'm referring to decal that the training that they require of us sponsors every year even us that are veterans and think we know it all we uh, we must go because there might be something new or there might be just a good reminder because it, it's very important to follow all the procedures that's um, so you just have to be reminded every year but um, if you go to that training early then it just gives you more time to prepare your application there's an application process of course that um, you have to submit and it's a lengthy 
type thing. It's um, and, and it can be a little, it can feel a little intimidating, but it's not really. But that first year, you're going to think it is. And so you're going to need some extra time. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. And we're here to help you in mm-hmm. terms of we've got folks in the nutrition Absolutely. division to help you do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And to keep it going, to keep people motivated, how how do you do it? Well, you're just, you almost have to just do that part, the same thing every year. Um, talking with your media. Um, talking, of course, you directly um, contact your previous sites, um, people that helped you with that, find out if they're willing to go another year, and they usually are. And so you just keep them, uh, you, you just have to keep excited about it mm-hmm. and keep the word out. You know, it's funny, uh, it's Somerville where yes, the event was yes. held yesterday. And yes. I kind of see the world in the sense I grew up in Conyers. So mm-hmm. I see everything in Conyers, Georgia terms. And I think about all the civic clubs, all of the schools, all of the churches, all of the organizations that are probably looking for something to do, but again, don't necessarily know what that might right, be. This right. seems like a great opportunity to well, jump. We have a very busy community because we're small um, and it, there's a lot of demand. We all have to work together and do whatever comes along. So people are very generous to do this every year because they're also on other causes that they're helping out with in a small community. Right. So it's um, we're fortunate that um, we have a lot of good, caring, big-hearted folks. Right. Commissioner, I don't think you could find a better example of no, summer food fantastic. service. Program. And then we're going to take you around the state. <laughs> <laughs> well, great job. Cindy, how can we get more information? I guess let's start with uh, folks that might want to jump on board and be a, a, a sponsor. Well, the best thing to do is just go on uh, DECAL's website, and uh, uh, you'll see a page uh, called Nutrition. And there's more information about how to uh, become a sponsor. And there's um, it provides you with the forms that you need as well as uh, just general information. Just give us a call, and then we will start the process. The summer food training program will not be until next year. Mm-hmm. But if, you, like Phil said, you want to get a head start, you can go ahead and start reading the information. And, and I I would advise to talk with, like you said, other sponsors that right. have mm-hmm. that experience in, um, in in preparation. And you guys have been doing meetings around the state to try to kind of ahead of the season. Right. We do roadshows every year where we're um, asked to go to community meetings in the libraries and the schools and talk to anyone that might be interested to see even have, has questions. And we would be more than happy to do that with any organization that would like to meet with us. And last but not least, and I read this on a bus somewhere, if you're looking for free meals in your area for children, you can text SUMMER MEALS to 97779. That's correct. And uh, they will give you the information that you need. And I think kids are eating free with Cali this year. They are. We have rebranded the summer program and used Cali, and it's been fabulous. Uh, As Cali was at our event in Chattooga, and she was a big hit. So the kids recognize her, the parents recognize her. So it's it's awesome. She's a star. She is. She is a star. (laughs) We should have her on the podcast. We should. We should. (gasps) But she doesn't talk. talk. (laughs) She's she's very quiet. We could figure out a way to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, this is a great program. Uh, and we do want to say thank you to all of the sponsors that may be listening. Yes. We may have folks thank that you. are listening that are sponsors, <laughs> mm-hmm. not only those that are on the fence and maybe thinking about it, but gosh, um, how much we appreciate the we work do. that they do. We do. It's, it's a big job, but it makes a huge difference to the children in our community. 
All right, so get involved. Don't let it pass you by. Maybe the summer of 2019 wasn't your year, but the summer of 2020 will be here before you know it. So, Phyllis, thanks again for coming all the way to uh, downtown Atlanta, Georgia, uh, from the beautiful uh, northwest Georgia uh, area. Thank Do you consider you. yourself it's metropolitan Chattanooga, or you are Georgia, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, we, are, we are Georgia. Sometimes that people might forget that we are, but, <laughs> right but there we're the up corner. there. We're up there. We're in Georgia. You're in a nice little corner of the world Beautiful there. So lot. thanks for coming down, and Cindy, thanks for all the information, and um, we will uh, look for big things in the future. Thank you. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, Commissioner Jacobs. This is Jesse Bruno with the research team. If you could choose an age to remain forever, which age would you choose and why? That's a great question, Jesse, and that is definitely a new one. I don't think I've ever answered that mm-hmm. one. Um, it's That's really hard. So I'd have to say, just off the top of my head, an age range would be those four years in undergrad. Um, they were great years making new friendships and having a lot of fun, learning a lot of new things, being exposed to things that um, I hadn't been exposed to before. So I'd have to say, I guess I'd be between 18 and 22 or those four years. Mm-hmm. I always tell folks when they're rushing to get out of college in less than four years, don't rush it. These are the best four years of your life. Right. So so we'll just, we'll throw that question out to our podcast audience. What age would you be right. for the rest of, of your, your life? life? That is a deep question. Jesse did a good job. You think college is really hard until you get into the real world, and you just want to oh, go right back. You have no idea. Yeah, I told my kids all the time, just wait till the real that's world. That's right. That's right. It's going to be fun. Time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers sent into decal download at decal.ga.gov. That one name will win a nice prize, passes to a Georgia attraction, maybe gift cards to places like Quick Trip and Crystal or the College Football Hall of Fame. Here's the question. Which northwest Georgia county with a very successful summer meals program was featured in today's podcast? Which northwest Georgia county with a very successful summer meals program was featured in today's podcast? Answer that question. Email us at decaldownload at decal.ga.gov, and you could be a winner. Thanks for playing. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.